0: At loveisrael.org. That's one word loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson.
1: I'm sure you've heard about the term predestination. There is a major difference between biblical predestination and theological predestination. Now, in actuality, they should be one and the same, but they are not. When we usually think about predestination the name John Calvin comes to mind and what's known as reform theology and what do they say about predestination well what they teach cannot be found in the scripture at all what they say is that God has predestined people we could think of that as predetermined who's going to be in heaven and who's not but hear this when we look at the biblical verses that deal with predestination it has nothing to do with whether ones in heaven or not it only has relevance and hear this predestination only has relevance for those who are in Messiah in other words predestination has no relevance whatsoever for a person until they become believer predestination only has to do with those who are in a new covenant relationship with Messiah it has nothing to do with saying that God has predestined some for salvation and some not for salvation well again in actuality what I say or anyone else says isn't important let's look at the scripture And see what the Word of God reveals to us concerning predestination take out your Bible and we're going to look at just two places in this study the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and then we'll conclude with just two quick verses from Romans chapter 8 why have I selected these two passages because here's where we read about biblical predestination and again I want to say nowhere in the scriptures do we find anywhere it's saying that God has predestined some for heaven and others for hell it's just not there that term predestination is not used in that way it is totally unscriptural what does the scripture say about predestination well we're going to find out in Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1 beginning with verse 3 the blessed God and father of our Lord Messiah Yeshua the one who has blessed us in all or every spiritual blessing in the heavens and notice this next phrase in Christ I would highlight that because in a moment we're going to speak about predestination and here's the relevance predestination is only relevant for those who are in Messiah predestination does not speak about where one's going to spend eternity for predestination to be relevant one has already accepted the gospel and will be in the kingdom of God realize that again first three notice it's coming within the context of blessing why is God called here the blessed God we're going to come to that the blessed God and father father is provider so all of these terms are very very important for setting the context for rightly understanding this doctrine first three the blessed God and father of our Lord Messiah Yeshua, the one who has blessed us notice it's Messiah Shul who has blessed us and predestination is a blessing it's coming to us in that context would you think that being predestined for hell is a blessing absolutely not but it has nothing to do with that read what the scripture says the one who has blessed us in every spiritual blessing in the heavens meaning it has a kingdom significance and here's the key In Christ verse 4 just as this means that what we're talking about is related to what we're going to speak of just as he has chosen us how in him so this choice he has chosen us when in him now it does not say he has chosen us to be in him but it's because we're in him that he has chosen us that order is so important I want to say it again it does not say that he chose us to be in him but rather he's chosen us because we were in him we have to be in him to be chosen do you see that that's foundational furthermore keep reading just as he has chosen us in him when did he do this well this speaks about the foreknowledge of God I want you to make a mental note of that we're going to be coming back to it the foreknowledge of God he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world what does this speak well there's an inherent relationship between the foreknowledge of God and the fact that God is all-knowing God is omniscient he knows everything when did he know everything he always knew everything there was never a time that he did not know everything so it says just as he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world and here's what we are predestined to be for us to be holy and blameless before him how in love now notice it says in Christ in him in love what does this teach us when you look at that that preposition in and how it's used here God does he love you yes he does are you going to be a recipient of the love of God that depends on what on you being in him it is only when you are in him that you are going to be a recipient of the love of God and Likewise, it's only when you're in him that you're going to receive the benefit of predestination. What is predestination? Well, we're going to be told that in no uncertain term look if you would to this this where word says Beginning in verse 4. Let's read it again Just as he's chosen us in him before the foundations of the world for us to be holy and blameless before him in love And now we have it look at what it says having predestined us for the adoption through Messiah Yeshua in him so what is the predestination that we are predestined for the adoption now why is that important well adoption changes us from servants to sons and daughters what does that mean We have an inheritance. And what is that inheritance? He's already told us. See, once you are in Messiah, you are predestined to be holy and blameless. What does that mean? We are predestined to be like him. Now, does that mean that we become God? No, that would be heresy. Do we become divine? No, we do not become divine. There's only one divine, that is God. But we become like him. What are we talking about? Well, we are going to be in a condition, and it's speaking about, like that new body, that kingdom body that we receive at the rapture. So there's an inherent relationship between the rapture. What's the rapture? Well, look some time at Philippians chapter one, where it says, "The good work that God has began, He is going to complete it when in the day." Of Messiah the day of Christ so at that day of Christ the rapture we are going to receive a new body and that new body is going to put us into kingdom perfection what does that mean we are going to be like him like him in the sense that we're going to agree with him and we're not going to sin we're going to be perfect servants in this new body we are only going to be able to do the will of God Perfectly. That is our hope. That's what predestination is that we have been Predestined to be like him now keep reading it says in this passage Having been predestined For the adoption through this adoption takes place by means of Messiah Yeshua uh, in him according to what was good what seemed good according to his will so it's God's will that we are like his son now let's go to that other passage of scripture look with me to the book of Romans the book of Romans and chapter 8 and we're going to see this same thing being taught in a very specific way Romans chapter 8 let's begin with verse verse 29 Romans 8 verse 29 because those whom he foreknew. Do you see this? Foreknowledge. There is an important relationship between foreknowledge and predestination. See, what God knows, and he always knows this, that allows him to act to do things in regard to his foreknowledge. There's nothing wrong with that. It says, because whom he foreknew, notice what it says, he also predestined. Now, what is that word predestined? We hear a real big theological term that can oftentimes come with a lot of baggage. But that term, predestinated, as it's translated, is made up of two Greek words. What are they? The first word is pro, meaning before. And the second one is orao, or in most cases, orizo. Now, orao means seen orizo is related to that it's another verb for seem, but there's a, a bit of difference and let me give an example of this the classic example is let's say a woman she wants to make herself a dress now she goes out she selects the fabric that she wants that dress to be and she also goes and buys a pattern and through that pattern it shows her how to make the dress so it fulfills her desire? She sees that pattern. She knows ahead of time what the dress is looking like. So the message is this: Pro orizo is the pattern on what the dress is going to be like. In this case, the predestination. Pro orizo says, the the pattern is Messiah. What can I hope for? I'm going to be like Him. I'm going to agree with him. I'm going to think like him. I'm going to behave like him. I am going to be the perfect servant of Messiah. Is that in this life? No. Has it began? Yes. I can begin. I'm in this process of sanctification where I am hopefully growing, maturing, and becoming more like Messiah. But that will not complete, that work won't be finished. I won't become like him, that perfect servant, until when? Until I receive that new body. The good work that God has began, he's faithful to complete it in the day of Christ when I'm changed. Then and only then, in this new body, in this kingdom body, am I going to be that perfect servant. And it all goes to the glory of God. He does the work, I'm a recipient of his workmanship. All the praise the honor and glory to him look again at verse 29 for whom he foreknew also he predestined now he saw ahead of time what we're going to be he knew that pattern why the pattern is his eternal son and that's why it says here I mean can it be any more clearer it says those he Foreknew he also predestined. What did he predestine us? He predestined us to be conformed to the image, the very likeness. This is the word icon. It represents a perfect likeness, too. So it says these aren't my words, conformed to the likeness or the image of his son. This is predestination that we've been predestined to be like Messiah. Here again, do we become God? No. Do we become divine? That would be heresy. But we are conformed to his likeness. We become similar to in purpose, in thought, in deed, in action. We're transformed, we have that kingdom existence. We have that new kingdom body. This is what predestination is about. Where do you see here? In the passage that I read earlier or this passage? Has anything to do with God he's sovereign yes yes but does that mean that God says I choose and predetermine these people to be in heaven because I'm sovereign and that's what I decide and these other people I predetermine not to be this is God just making the decision we don't see that in the Bible I don't see any verse and this whole concept of election we'll talk about that another time has nothing to do with that We'll look at the scripture. See, the problem with Calvinism is just that it relies upon one man's thought. It is not, it is not, it is not scripturally sound. What we find is this predestination is exactly what it says here that we have been predestinated for what we, those who are in Christ, to be conformed to the image of His Son for him to be now it's talking about Messiah he's the firstborn among many brothers and it means brothers and sisters look now to verse 30 now it's going to just re-establish what we've just said we could say confirm what we have said but whom he is predestinated this one also he's called here's the process he's called that one and he who he's called he's also reconciled justified is a better way he calls he justifies and what else the one who he justifies he also glorifies that's the final outcome so here's the word, based upon the foreknowledge of God that's what it says in this text God does what God pre determines predetermines what that those who are in Christ very important not predetermining who will be in Christ but those who are in Messiah only does predestination come into relevance for those who are in Messiah that they are the ones who are called that is invited those who submit to that instruction or that invitation they are going to be chosen those who are chosen are going to be justified made righteous and those who are made righteous as it says here they are going to be glorified what does it mean glorified we are going to become like Messiah that is what predestination is all about a individual once he accepts the gospel that's where predestination begins once they have accepted the gospel then it's predetermined by the purposes and the plans of God what this one who has accepted Messiah is going to be like God is going to glorify this one conform that one to the image the likeness of his son that's the good news a predestination again not determining who's going to be in heaven and who's not predestination is for those who are in Messiah and the promise is this that God has promised us that we're going to be like his son like him in holiness and to be part of that eternal kingdom the truth concerning predestination while well, close with that until next time Shalom from Israel
0: as you walk with it shalom from israel